This is Look In My Life. This is the beginning. Part 14. The end of the beginning. Part 1. The month of August. 2019, a lot was going on during this time. Mia did not want to be by herself. I spent Anywhere from 12 to 18 hours sitting in a hard plastic chair in her living room with her, with my baby Corey in the playpen. The woman that supposedly gave birth to me, who is my grandmother Mamiya's youngest daughter had been coming around quote unquote calling herself helping and really she did a lot more harm than help The month of August, the police were called by her to my grandmother's apartment three times. And there is a rule in the apartment bylaws that her and I were aware of. If the police are called to your house more than three times in a year, you could be facing eviction. And because of the chick that supposedly gave birth to me, who was also my grandmother's youngest child, she called the police three times in the month of August. The first time was a situation that she did not know the full story of. She came over, she was irrational and emotional and loud and combative and she called the police these little stories stories like that I'm probably going to put in second season of Look In My Life so I'm just going to you know give a brief summary of these stories.
another time there was another situation with my cousin that had finally come over. God knows how long that Mamiya had seen her. And there was an issue concerning a missing amount of money that my uncle had assured me he had given to Mamiya. And it was missing. And she did not want to talk about it. So, my cousin said some things on Facebook, and yada yada Prada came over, and there was a physical fight, and then of course, Lisa called the police. And the whole situation could have been avoided if she just not had came over. But come to find out because she bragged about it on Facebook. And this is a chick in her late 40s. Who is going to Facebook to brag? (laughs) I can't make this stuff up. So the the police came and that was a crazy situation. During this time, my cousin had three children that were there. So after the police came and they arrested my cousin, my grandmother's youngest daughter, she left. She had caused chaos and just left. So now, it's Mamiya here, she's sick, I'm sick, I have my own child with his own health issues to take care of, and now there are three extra children in the house crying because they just saw their mother get arrested, amongst other things. And it was so much stress. So much stress on Mia. Then another occasion, um, and another occasion, Mamiya had slipped and fell, and this was during the time where I went down to my house just to get some sleep for a couple of hours. And so Lisa came and yet again she is starting stuff and I go down there she called the police of course I go down there and I actually find a solution to the problem. I get a neighbor to climb through a window to open the door so we can get to Mamiya. And 
And again, this chick is loud, confrontational, angry. Oh, Elise, where were you? Da 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 da. And it's just like. It's crazy that I was expected to be down there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. When I have my own doctor's appointments, my child has his doctor's appointments. And contrary to popular belief, I am a human being, not a slave, and I'm entitled to have a life of my own. But that's neither here nor there. So the month of August, there was a lot of drama and a lot of it was caused by her youngest birth daughter and also during this time I was feeling just like crap more than I had ever before you know I had gotten pretty much used to being sleep deprived But I was feeling horrible. And Mamiya kept on saying to me, Elise, you need to go to the doctor. And then it went, Elise, you need to go to the hospital. And she had been saying this to me for the entire month of August. August 24th. 2019. I'm over there and one of my older cousins is there. Um, not really to help, just as per usual, a family member wanting to get what they can get. She was there because she had, we're not even going to get into that, but she's there and you know, just going about my business and Mamiya is still saying to me, like, Elise, you need to go to the hospital. You're sick. Something is wrong. And, you know, I just started thinking, like, she's been saying this to me for weeks. Is she projecting? Does she want to go to the hospital? And she just doesn't want to say it. So she's saying, I need to go. And, like, she literally started crying and was like, Elise, please go to the hospital. You need to go to the hospital. And, you know, I said to myself, she's been saying this for too long. I think that she's projecting and that she really needs to go. And I'm just like, I I can't wait any longer. I'm going to take her to the hospital. So we get there, and you know, I have a thought in my head. This is August 24th, 2019. I have a thought in my head, like, maybe I should sign in, you know. Because she's been saying it for the longest time. But I signed Mamiya in first, and they wheel her back, and they take her vitals, and they call a code red, and they send her to another room and um you know there's wires everywhere and all that stuff she's calling me so my older cousin is watching Corey and I go back there and she's all of a sudden she started saying she wanted to go home she's like I want to go home 
If I'm going to die, I want to die at home. And her saying that will haunt me for the rest of my life. She literally said, if I'm going to die, I want to do it at home. And so I completely, completely forgot about signing myself up in to be seen. I was more worried about her. They get her stabilized and in a room in triage. And, you know, hours are tick, tick, ticking by. I had only brought, like, three bottles with me. And... We got there at about 4 o'clock, and by 8 o'clock, there was no more bottles for my baby to drink, but I said, no, I've got to wait, so I stay there until 11 o'clock. Corey's father is at work and he won't leave work for anything. And I have experience with trying to get him to do that. And he will not leave work for anything. So I had no choice. I had to take my baby home. I have to feed my baby. I had nobody to watch my child. And I really wanted to stay with her. And I, you know, I really was nervous and I don't know why. She had asked my older cousin to stay with her. Like I said, during this time in the past, Mommy has always been afraid to be alone. And But it was more intense during the past few months at this time. And my cousin said no. And when she got in my car, she even told me that Mamiya had offered to pay her to stay with her. And she didn't. You know, I asked her why. Like, why couldn't you stay with Mamiya? And she said because she had a quote-unquote date with some guy. What date are you going on at 11 o'clock at night? We know what kind of date it was. And it's really messed up that that quote-unquote date was worth more than being with your grandmother. So I get Corey home and I feed him and he goes to sleep and I am in constant contact with Mamiya the entire night I am in contact with her um, I talk to her at 8 o'clock in the morning on August 25th, 2019. 
and she seemed fine. She actually seemed in better spirits. And then I talked to a nurse and they're like, oh, we're just keeping her here to get um, the fluid out of her lungs. And once the fluid is out of her lungs, then she can go home. There's nothing else wrong. So I told him, yeah, I'm waiting for my child's father and I will be to see you as soon as he gets here to watch our son. This is eight o'clock in the morning. My child's father finally comes. I don't eat anything, I don't drink anything, I didn't even smoke a cigarette, nothing. And I immediately go to the hospital. By then it is 10 o'clock. I go to her room where I talked to her at, and they said she's been moved to ICU. And I'm going, huh? She's been moved to the intensive care unit? What happened in two hours that she's in ICU? I just talked to her at 8 o'clock in the morning. So, go to ICU. And she's got tubes down her throat and she's in her room in ICU. And I am so, so confused. I am so confused as to what could have possibly happened in 120 minutes that she went from being in a regular room and is about to leave as soon as they get the fluid out of her lungs to being in the hospital with a tube down her throat in the ICU. I'm so confused. And I'm scared. And I'm crying. And I'm just like, oh my God. She turns to me and she mouths my purse. I get her purse. I'm thinking maybe she wants to write something down or something. And then she says, the $100. And I'm like, what do you want me to do with it? And she said, your birthday. It's August 25th now. That is my birthday. And that made me cry even more. Like, you went from being perfectly fine at 8 a.m. to now at 10 a.m. You've got a tube down your throat. And you're thinking about my birthday. Just wow. Then that touched me. And it's like, wow. And her younger daughter, my supposed birth mother, is there. We don't speak to each other because I have nothing to say to her. And from that moment, nothing was the same. Nothing will be the same. 
ever again. I don't understand. And then after a couple of days, they start talking about putting a trach in her neck. And by now, the aunt that was in Indiana has came, the one that my grandmother called many, many times, begging her to come to help. She's there, and all these cousins and all of these family members who we have not seen neither hide nor hair of for God knows how long everybody's coming to look at her in the ICU and I'm wondering worried about You know, what is her life going to be now? Will she be able to come home? What's going to happen? Is this permanent? How did this happen? It was a lot. It really, really was. And I... You know, I know that Mamiya hated hospitals, and I just wanted to, I was hoping that we'd be able to bring her home, even on the trach with the vent and all that. And he said that I wasn't going to be able to do that. And I, I was heartbroken. I don't understand what's happening. I don't understand how it happened. This lady, my grandmother by birth, my mother by everything else, half of my complete entire life, this is happening too. And there was no warning, and this came out of nowhere. I'm so confused. They told me I wouldn't be able to take her home. I'm so hurt. And I feel so bad. For Mia.
And I knew that nothing was ever going to be the same after this. I knew that everything wasn't going to be all right. I knew that nothing would make sense to me anymore. And I just didn't understand why or how. It's so confusing. And I can't believe this happened. And it happened so quickly. This is Mamiya, you know? I used to say to her, I made this little, little rhyme and line. I said, this is Mamiya, Mississippi woman. Spit when she talks, swing when she walk. Like, she was a tough lady. And of all the times that she'd been in the hospital in a couple of days, she was out and she was fine. And this was something that wasn't going to be over in a couple of days. This was something that was going to change everything. And it did. Oh my God. It did. It changed everything. Everything. Nothing was ever the same. Nothing will ever be the same again. Thank you for listening. This is Looking My Life. The beginning. Part 14. The end of the beginning. Part 1. Thank you for listening. Thank you.
Christine, my story. I'll be back soon.